Today's episode of the SI Gambling Podcast is presented by the good folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We love DraftKings Sportsbook, and this week there is another full slate of games to look forward to. And luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the United States, not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds boosts and promotions on your favorite sports each and every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, so you don't even have to leave your house if you don't want to. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI, the letters SI, when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to 1000 bucks. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What is happening on a Friday? It is the SI Gambling Podcast presented by DraftKings, Ben Heisler, Frankie Tadeo, and a very special guest joining us, the Sportsbook Consigliere, Dave Sherapan with us. Dave, good to have you on the program, man. How you doing? Man, I am so excited um, to be not only on this podcast, but just here in general and to be able to talk football with two guys that I know know it and you know, reuniting me and Frankie. I don't know, Ben, if you're going to be excited by the end of this podcast as <laughs> I am to start it, but having me and Frankie on battling to get some <laughs> words in edgewise, you're you're going to be better than Mills Lane referee in this one. Oh man, if that if I can get that Mills Lane type of career, I I think I'll end up being okay. And Frankie, <laughs> you and Dave go go way back here. So tell me a little bit about how the two of you guys got connected uh, and why you wanted to bring on Dave because his story is incredible. Uh, he's sharp as hell, as you say, uh, and this sounded like a lot of fun to me. So tell the listeners about why you wanted to bring Dave on and, and how the two of you guys go way back together. Yeah, as everyone knows, I mean, I get a lot of my resources from Vegas outlets here in, you know, straight from behind the book. And there is not this, there's some that I do honestly respect, but Dave's at the top of the list. I worked with Dave uh, back in, let's see, about 2012 now at the, uh, at CG Technologies. And we worked together over there. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm happy that Dave is doing well and he's actually here with us today. Uh, there's not another guy really in this industry outside of, you know, really one other person possibly that I actually even come close to respecting as much as Dave. Dave is sharp. Dave is on top of his stuff. And as everyone knows, Vegas Whispers, we only get the best information and share it here with our listeners at the SI Gambling Podcast. And I'll be honest, Ben, there's nobody better that we can have on this Friday's show than Dave. And here's the other thing too. When we got Frankie and we got Dave, I mean, there's no whispers. This is out loud stuff. This is in your <laughs> eardrum, ready to be able to have your weekend started. Well, Dave, I'm excited to have you on, man. We're going to talk a little bit about your story. Uh, it, something that also that uh, you shared recently was, was a pretty significant health scare. And I know that you're feeling really terrific now, but, but take us through a little bit about what you were going through, even just last week and just how fortunate everybody is now uh, that you're doing okay. So 
We're recording this Friday afternoon at 12.10 Pacific right now. One week ago today, I was waking up from a major stroke, blood clot on my brain surgery, literally one week ago right now. Um, it was crazy. I had no signs of anything. I went to sleep Thursday night like normal. I record a podcast uh, every Thursday with some other odds makers here in town. Um, went to sleep, woke up Friday for online school with my kids at home, wife off the work, and I couldn't talk. And believe me, by the end of this podcast, you're going to be like, if you took away one power <laughs> from Dave, it would not be the power to talk. Like, that would be really criminal. But I couldn't talk. And um, my kids, man, they, they, they're 17, 15, and 6. And they were amazing keeping me calm, getting 911 here, getting me the help I needed. I got to the hospital. Modern medicine is a miracle. Surgery through a groin to pull out this blood clot on your brain. And I wake up and I am able to talk. I'm able to, to, to move out all of my extremities. Everything is fine. I, the, my comfort zone was let's watch a basketball game. I got to watch the Nuggets come back against the Clippers in game five. Everything felt right. I got out of the hospital on Tuesday, walked out, got wheeled in, walked out on my own two feet, and we're walking, talking, doing shows again, and talking about sports and odds and looking at games and we're definitely, you know, talking to a lot of the same people that Frankie's talking to for the whispers. Him and I are talking about the same stuff. It's just a pleasure to be here. It's honestly, I'm so grateful and so pumped up again to to be able to talk about this stuff. It, it's it's just awesome, Ben. Awesome. We're, we're grateful as well. And the fact to know that you were with your kids and the fact that they could keep you calm, but they stayed calm themselves. Man, for any kid in that type of situation, that's got to be terrifying to know that they were able to make sure that you got the help you needed right away and for them to be as cool, calm, and collected as they were. Uh, you got impressive kids, Dave. I got to say, I haven't got a chance to meet them, but that's that really stands out, knowing that they were able to help you the way that they did. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. And and I remember it. Like, I, I, I was aware of it. And, and I don't know if, you know, so many people have had strokes and things like that. I'm learning stroke education myself. And and things like that, but the ability for them to stay calm, I guess it's that fight or flight thing that takes over, and man, like you can only dream and hope that your kids just, one, they're happy when they grow up, but two, they're able to stand on their own and be adults and whatever, and mine passed the test with flying colors, and and believe me, it's probably going to cost me a car, Ben. Like <laughs> Somebody told me in the hospital, hey, your daughter saved your life. You know that's going to cost you a car. I said, oh, whatever they want. <laughs> At least a car, good interior, extra sound system, whatever they want, they get. You can replace a car. You can't replace a life. So the fact of the matter is you're here with us today, and, and we're super fortunate about it. You had told us before we started recording the show today that you know, you've had a, a sort of a, a crazy back and forth with this industry. From the Pittsburgh area, you actually went to Curacao for a couple of years, went back to Pittsburgh, uh, eventually ended up in Vegas. But I, I know at one point, Dave, uh, you were out of the industry. What, what drew you back in? What gave you that feeling that you knew that this is something you wanted to continue to be a part of? It's incredible. It just finds you. Like this, this industry finds you. And, and, and again, I, I was young and I got a great education in the whole thing from top to bottom. And then I got out. And 
somehow when I ended up in Vegas, you start back in a book. And if you know, I mean, if you like to bet and you like to be around it, if you work in it, it doesn't really seem like work. And honestly, it's it's a job and there are days it is a job. But for the most part, it's just it's everyday life. And it's so much you can make it fun. And now with the explosion all over the place of it and things like we're able to have, I've been having these conversations with guys like Frankie for years. Well, now we're having conversations like this with you on podcasts that are put out all over the place. So it's all out from behind, you know, the whispers and the, and the, the curtains and we're talking about it. So I've been in books in Vegas for now. This is year number 16 in Vegas from the Golden Nugget out to the M back down to the strip on the cosmopolitan the venetian seen so many things met so many people and just seen bets crazy stories fun characters and it's just great to be able to have an outlet to talk about it and just tell the stories because if you believe it and you and you enjoy it i hope it's as infectious as it sounds to me talking about it all right, so this is for both of you guys because you're both in Vegas. You both have had all sorts of crazy connections in this space. And you know, Dave, the, the fact that you sort of brought it up, all the different people that you've met along the way that just sort of got my curiosity flowing a little bit. So this is for both of you. And, and Frankie, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, what was that moment for you in Vegas where you came across with, with one of those names, the names that everybody in this industry knows that it kind of got your heart beating a little bit faster and you realized that you were part of a, a pretty crazy industry? Yeah, I don't want to be name dropping right now, but I'll be honest. It's, it's it's one of the things that we definitely want to keep close to the vest. But as Dave knows, we don't want to, you know, I'm proud and I'm honored um, to have Dave in my network. Um, he, he supplies and often gives us a lot of the information uh, that we get, you know, and he's part of that that group that we do respect. But I'll be honest, that you know, you hear the names that are legendary in this industry um, and you know sports bettors. Working behind the counter, I remember sitting there and seeing when I was there and, and seeing the first time when I saw a, uh, a bet come through on an NFL game or a second-half NBA total come in at over $500,000. And I just remember sitting there hearing these alarms go off <laughs> and, 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 as the bet ticker comes through and as an alert, and and all of a sudden it, it it was virtually instantaneous because back in the day, you know, our sports book director, you know, was willing to take bets from any different angle. Not like today where you have to wait maybe three weeks for the for the approval to come through uh, on a fifty dollar parlay. Um, but you know now you know just to see that and see it come through and see in my eyes and be sitting in a chair and say, did I really just see someone bet a half a million dollars on a second half NBA total on a Tuesday night? And I just remember sitting there saying, my God, what, 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 what is this world like? Because I never knew that that kind of money could happen on a Tuesday night, on a random NBA game, on a second half total. And it's just, <laughs> it, it blows your mind. What about for you, Dave? Did you have any of those you know, sort of you feel like you got slapped in the face type moments where you realize what you are, what you're doing and, and how crazy of an industry this is? Uh, yeah, though, Frankie just brought up a very, very good memory of that exact thing happening. And it happened so many times. We had, we saw so many crazy different things. The one for me that I like to tell that's pretty relatable is a Super Bowl bet. Um, I was working the counter Packers Steelers Super Bowl. And first thing in the morning, a gentleman comes up to the counter and says, I want to bet the game. Okay. 
Um, how do you want to bet it? Well, I'm not sure how to do it. How do you do it? Well, you can bet the point spread or you can bet the money line. What do you, what do you want to bet? And he goes, well, I want to bet the Packers. I said, okay. Well, do you think you want to do it minus the points or on the money line? He said, no, I think I want to do it minus the points. I said, okay. Well, um, how much do you think you want to do it for? And now Super Bowl week is different than a lot of weeks, but, you know, you hear all kinds of crazy things all the time at the counter. And the guy goes, a million dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, um, well, sure. Um, well, we'll take it. Um, you know, you, you want to bet the Packers? Yeah. All right. Well, when you get the money, just bring it back and we'll, we'll take the bet. And he goes, okay. Bends down below the counter, pulls up a bag and drops it on the counter and says, it's money's right here. I got a million right here. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my I God. What? What? Really? And I opened this bag and neatly wrapped and, you know, all set right there is, is literally $1.1 million. He brought it with him to bet the Packers. Okay. Um, good morning. Let's go. Um, you go back and tell the guys, I got a guy out here that wants to bet the Packers to win a million. Are you serious right now? Yep. Dead serious. He's out there right now. Do you know the guy? Nope. Never seen him before. You know, turns out he's in town from Wisconsin. Wanted to bet the game. Okay. Count the money. Make sure it's all there. Print the ticket. Done. 18 minutes. We count the money. About. It took, I remember it took about 50. We were, we were pretty excited to get it actually under 15 minutes. To run a million dollars in money counters, you know, you get two guys. It takes a minute. You know, but it took us 15. Ticket printed. I handed the guy the ticket. I said, you going to stay and watch the game? Do you want some drink tickets or anything? He's like, no. He's like, I can't stay and watch the game. I just bet a million dollars on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that was it. He left. No joke, Ben. About 20 minutes later, someone came in and bet the opposite side. We moved the line to minus two and a half, minus 20. We didn't move the points. And someone came in, and Frankie and I both know this person. They bet a million dollars to win a million, even money, on the Steelers plus two and a half. I had to fit $2.1 million in a drawer, <laughs> which I never had to do again. But, but we got it in there after the bet was taken, and then we had to call security and get an escort over to the cage because there's no one in their right mind that should have $2.1 million behind the counter on Super Bowl Sunday. So that was my Super Bowl story, and that was my moment very early on in my career at the M where I was like, this is is a crazy business. This is going to be a good story to go home and tell the kids tonight. $2.1 million within the span of 20 minutes from each yep. other. I can't even, I, I can't even fathom. And, and the other thing too, and you know, this, this podcast of course is presented by, by the good folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I kind of want to get your perspective on how we're seeing more of these mobile sportsbooks start to pop up all over the place and how we're sort of out of the shadows. Like you mentioned, we're out of the whispers. And from a convenience standpoint, it's never been easier to be able to bed. I also wonder too, are you, are we getting less of those stories, less of those crazy moments at the counter because we're starting to evolve into a direction where everything is mobile and everything can be done on your phone or on your computer. Uh, in your years in Vegas now, have you noticed that that trend has actually changed a little bit? Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I see it happening. Um, 
more and more. And like, you know, we're in some crazy times right now with, with COVID and, and travel and Vegas is not what it was six months ago. And the experience is not the same right now. And hopefully it's going to come back soon. But betting, you're absolutely right, has never been easier. And like the menu at DraftKings is so vast and so deep. Like you can find more bets and more prop bets and more stuff than you could ever find. The menu is expanding every day and the interaction with not only other bettors, but the relationship between book and better is becoming less and less human and more and more numbers on a screen and quick decisions being made on both sides. You know, this book stinks. They're not doing this. This, you know, this better is, is, you know, doing this. He's trying to get us here and it's not, it's going away from that. And that, part of me makes me feel one makes me feel very old and two <laughs> it makes me feel like that get off my lawn guy like hey technology is great and it's it's good but you know don't lose that human touch I, I don't know Frankie would you would you feel the same way yeah it's it's it definitely has but being out of that being behind the book for so long for me I, I've gotten so used now to being able to wager from the comfort of my phone um, and being able to uh, look at things and getting information so quickly. And the network that I've set up is due to that technology. Um, so I, I've actually said it's been beneficial um, overall in the grand scheme of things. But I do understand it is taking away the personal touch element because I know for myself when I sat there and, and saw those kind of crazy wagers and crazy numbers on a you know just a normal Tuesday night that you would think, it's like, you know where is this person coming from out of the blue with 500K on a second half NBA total when there's five games on the board? And it's like, what? What, what, what did I miss? You know, and, and to know that the, you, know, you learn very quickly being out here that sports is not just sports like, you know, the passion that I grew up with and we all grew up with maybe in our childhood or playing or seeing things on TV. That time has changed. Sports is big business and big business is part of entertainment. And part of entertainment is giving people the ability to get down and wager quickly. And that's why the revolution and the evolution of apps and, and being able to bet in a timely fashion from the comfort of your home or your couch or your bed. That's what's really where we're moving into, guys. You know what this kind of reminds me of? I'm going to make an analogy here, and I'm, you guys can tell me if I'm completely off base because you guys are, are the ones in Vegas. You guys know this industry uh, far better than I ever will. Um, I, I, I grew up a big Chicago Bulls fan. I was a 90s Bulls child, born in 88, so I got to experience just as a kid, you know, up until 10, 11 years old, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls of the 90s. And all the stories that you hear that are now these legends of Michael Jordan, whether it be out on the golf course or going and betting games or going to the casino and playing poker, like these are all these like tall tales and, and crazy remarkable stories that seem larger than life. And, and now the same type of stories that you would hear in 2020, uh, you know, people are just capturing them on their phone. So there's not that element of surprise or not, there's not that unknown that still exists. And so when we talk about, Dave, those stories of, of being behind the book and the counter, Frankie, that you mentioned as well, you know, those are, are tales that are passed around for years because not a lot of people got a chance to experience it. But, you know, in today's world, if somebody makes a million-dollar bet, you now Frankie's writing it up for Sports Illustrated, maybe Ravel puts it out at Action Network. Like, something just happens so quickly that we learn about it faster and it doesn't feel as big anymore. Do you think that makes any sense? 
I think it makes a lot of sense, Ben. And, you know, being in it, um, because I've done a lot of the content side of stuff, and I've, I, I know how important, one, the speed of information has never been faster. Like, literally, you can get the word out or, you know, something, whether it's about a bet or what the right side of a game is or a quick move. I mean, and then from the book standpoint, the technology, the speed of everything, you know, you can't get a stale number. Like, things move now faster and everything happens so quickly. But, yeah, the... the the way the information is disseminated, no, you're absolutely right. I think you're totally onto something. The, the stories are, again, I feel like I'm kind of aging in dog years where I'm becoming <laughs> that guy that like, hey, you actually took bets over the counter like with cash. And, you know, you were offshore when there were only phones like we the place I work, we didn't even have Internet wagering. It was all you had to call an 800 number and talk to a, a local that was answering the phones. I mean, like it was incredible. So it's it's more so quickly and it's fast. Um, again, you know, Frankie makes great points like it's better for in a lot of ways, but we're losing that personal touch. That's my that's my only thing. Like I want to keep that somehow available. And by the and way, one of the, one of the things, guys, I just wanted to also say too is, you know, we're losing that personal touch. But as Dave knows, and Ben will leave this, we'll try to keep this as clean as possible so we don't gross people out. But you got to remember, we're in Vegas, so you don't you don't even want to know the amount of times that people actually come up with with bills that are covered in substances. Only want to know when you have women and men taking rolls of money out of certain parts of their bodies. Is that it's only supposed to be holding so these that you know the, the personal touch is something that we are losing but it's also you're losing some of that personal touch we don't want to dive into which is not having to handle money with certain substances we won't get into right oh, the, the person so the personal funny. touch is both the literal and a figurative meaning frankie I, I i completely understand that perspective all right so before we go and again, there's there's plenty of our listeners that are going to say, hey, you guys, this is amazing stories like Frankie and Dave, the sportsbook consigliere. Like, this is awesome. But you know, we're tuning in because you guys have really good information. You have two really sharp dudes on the podcast and you haven't gotten to any picks. You haven't gotten any information. So uh, I would be a fool not to pick your guys' brains ahead of what's happening this weekend. There is a big slate, at least bigger slate i should say for college football you have week two in the nfl and the stanley cup playoffs are also about to get started so uh as far as the nfl you know dave i'll, I'll go to you first on this because my initial lean for for baltimore and, and houston um I, I thought this feels like a trap game for baltimore in the sense that they have kansas city the following week that's the game that's scheduled that's big circle. They've lost to Kansas City the last two years. They finally get them at home. And now they head to Houston for a road game. Um, my initial thought on this game was, I feel like I can wait on it. Wait for Houston to go to plus seven and a half, because I think the public's going to be all over Baltimore. Um, but it sounds like you're looking at this Baltimore team and saying, you they're a force to be reckoned with, even on the road against Houston. Don't worry about the trap game. Uh, this seems like an ideal spot to continue to go ahead and play Baltimore. Am I wrong? No, actually, this is this is a really tough game. I just, in, in every indication in years past, I would say yes. This is a play actually on the Texans because, but COVID 
no home fans, I think, removes that right now. And, yes, there is a look-ahead game next week. It's a big factor, and, and I thought maybe that would come into play. But the Ravens look like a team that is going to play every game like they remember losing in the playoffs last year. And the Texans look like a team that aren't going to stop anybody. So normal situation, home dog, getting points after losing on the road by double digits. This is almost an autoplay on the Texans. And I'm going to actually side with the public here and say, Ignore all of that and don't look too much into it. Look at Bill O'Brien on the sideline and the Texans defense (laughs) still being the Texans defense. And this one is safe to play the Ravens. There's a lot of seven-point favorites this week. The the numbers, this feels like a chalk week in the NFL. I mean, it really, really does. Maybe look at the Jets as the as the possible home dog and not the Texans. That's the way I'm looking right now. Oh, there. man. All right. You just got Frankie to wake up because about I a did. couple hours ago, Frankie, you and I and our buddy Bill Enright were sitting together doing the Sports Illustrated video for some of our best bets of the week, uh, and you were dogging the Jets. And listen, there, there there's a bit of a, a hometown feeling, so I get that. But, um, you know, Dave brings up the idea that maybe that we could be looking at them uh, as the home dog to consider. What are your What's your perspective on that? There's just no way <laughs> under any circumstances. Dave <laughs> wants to talk about Bill O'Brien. There's no way in hell anyone should be even be coming close to looking to putting any of their hard-earned money behind an Adam Gase coach team. We know that the Jets right now, they're without arguably their two best defenders from last year in Jamal Adams and C.J. Mosley. Now they're out this week with they're going to be minus their two best offensive playmakers in Le'Veon Bell and Jamison Crowder. You factor all that in with possibly the worst coach to ever step foot on the New York Jets sideline. And I mean, and I mean that, and this is coming from someone who's followed the Jets for over 40 years. Okay. This is coming from a guy who had to live through Joe Walton, who had a rich coat type. Adam Gase is absolutely worse than both of those guys combined. And I didn't think that was actually ever possible. There is no way. Don't overthink this. Don't try to look for a a home dog angle, because there is no real home dog here. The, the Jets will have not much of a fight here. I know that the, the San Francisco, everyone's going to say that they're going to be minus George Kittle. Well, they still have a defense, and they still have a powerful running game, and they'll be able to move the ball. Will they score a lot of points in this game combined? No. I think, Ben, you are spot on in your uh, early lean and your liking of the under in this game, but I think that the 49ers laying seven is easily the best bet on the entire board of any of this chalk seven point spreads or higher this week under no circumstances dave do you play the jets i love you too much buddy don't put any money on the jets (laughs) (laughs) i swear that's that was one of your best takes of all time that was really really good i mean do, do you guys think seriously this might be the most lopsided nfl side maybe in the last decade as far as a percentage of wagers and percentage of money. The Niners are going to get 90% or higher of both tickets and money on a game this weekend. Well, what I can't figure out is if that's the case, why is the line still at seven? You know, the line line has not moved 
At least I don't think so. Maybe it opened at, at six and a half, but it's been at seven for a long time. So no, it, it it did move, guys. It moved because on Friday, on Sunday night, excuse me, this line opened here in Vegas with the 49ers laying four. I got down immediately, and I wish that I would have come to you guys and actually asked if if I could borrow even more money from you guys because I didn't <laughs> I didn't put enough on the on San Francisco minus five around eight o'clock Sunday night, but this number was at four and it's moved up three points. So there's been significant action. The reason why they don't want to move past this number and. I know that Dave knows this. The answer is the bookmakers don't want to wor- chance the opportunity of getting middled. They don't want anyone who bet the 49ers like myself at minus four or minus five early to then come back and maybe take the Jets at plus eight and somehow with a miracle, the Jets <laughs> find a way to only lose by seven and they and, and the books middle themselves. They're not in the business of middling themselves. They try to avoid that tendency. I don't. I honestly believe that this number could move to seven and a half by by game time but real close to kickoff I wouldn't expect to see anything more but that's the reason why we're not seeing this money move and this line move right now uh, Ben despite all of the injuries that we've learned since this line moved to seven with Le'Veon being announced out and Jamison Crowder now being announced out the Jets lead the league in every season with players getting hurt in in, in, in practice and they're the only team I think that gets hurt while in walkthroughs they're in they're in shorts and, and they pull hamstrings. They pull other strings. I don't know what strings they pull, but obviously they're not the things that you need to be doing because, listen, as of right now with the faces that Adam Gase looks, makes on the sideline, he might as well have strings because it looks like a glorified moronic puppet on the sideline because that guy should not be anywhere near an NFL sideline. Listen, oh my God. Dave, I, I, I hate to do this to Frankie, but I also love to do it to Frankie because I'm, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. And so I thought I was a suffering longtime fan, but you know, it's just, it, it, it's become a new pastime for me is all of a sudden it just takes one little thing. I bring up the jets uh, and all of a sudden, you know, that, that emoji pops out the, the red steam comes out of Frankie's ears <laughs> And it's just it's just picturesque. It is a beautiful thing to, to, to see. Um, all right. So, by the way, I should mention this as well. For anybody that is an SI Fantasy Pro member, if you haven't signed up today, Frankie has already given out two of his Vegas Whispers plays uh, and his information already, but it's only available to SI Fantasy Pro members. So make sure you get that membership. It is less than $20 a month. You can get Frankie's Vegas Whispers. You can get Casey Olsen's UFC betting card. Um, what has he gone, Frankie, in, in the last three weeks? something along the lines of 85 percent he's yeah it's absurd it's not even fair yeah it really isn't he's absolutely the only guy i say it every week on this show that i will follow in ufc outside of the sharp money that we follow in all other sports casey olsen's ufc is hands down the best that's out there he is spot on week in and week out and he helps make me even more money for me to put more bullets in the chamber to fire on sunday mornings on the nfl make sure guys if you don't know already and you don't have the opportunity make sure if you're listening to this out there start following casey olsen's ufc it's absolutely pure fire guys yeah he's y2 casey on the tweet machine and i should also mention too that our golf best bets of the week Frankie, your information coming in from Metric Gaming continues to be incredible. Their moonshot play of Thomas Peters. Now, again, this is 
early in the U.S. Open, but he's currently sitting tied for seventh, came in at 200 to one, uh, and he's currently at even par over at winged foot. He's four shots back of Patrick Reed, who right now has the lead. So there's a lot of good information. You can be a part of it by getting your SI Fantasy Pro membership, going to si.com slash fantasy or si.com slash gambling. All right. Last one for you, Dave, and you've been super gracious with your time. I've loved hearing some of these stories. The back and forth with Frankie has made my day. Um, I know you got a little bit of action on the upcoming Stanley Cup. You have Dallas and Tampa Bay. Uh, Any particular lean in one direction or another, and and where do you think this whole thing goes? So uh, I'm a hockey guy. I played hockey growing up and ended up playing at Penn State before it was a sport, a Division One sport. Anyhow, so I'm really into the game. I'm really into the numbers, and I really pay attention. I actually have – I'm still holding a Tampa Bay 8-1 to one to win the Stanley Cup ticket myself. Um, they still are the best team. They still are the deepest team, and they have the better goalie. The line is um, – I believe before we started recording on DraftKings, it's actually 180-ish, and in Vegas, it's already at two dollars. Um, it's already moved. The, the sharps played that early number. Um, I was already in at the eight to one, so there was no need for me to do it. But I still think that the Lightning are going to win the Cup. I think it's going to be a great series. Um, I told everyone before my stroke. And everyone thought I was crazy that the Stars were going to beat the Knights. I really did. I made the number way lower than everyone else. Um, we went around and, 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 you know, the guys that helped make the numbers in town that I talked to, you know, we, it's constant. Like, we make numbers for everything. Like, we'll make numbers on how many, you know, people might listen to this podcast today. Like, that's what we do. But we made numbers for, the, for these series, and, and, and I was low for that. I made this number, 185. You know, so it's right around that number now. Um, the stars are gonna—they're gonna give them everything they can get, and um, it's gonna be—I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go six games. Um, but I still think that the Lightning have too much, and they're gonna bring it home in a Stanley Cup of Sun Belt teams. I mean, Tampa Bay and Dallas are playing for the Stanley Cup in Edmonton. What is more 2020 <laughs> yes. than that? Yes, you know. But, uh, again, the DraftKings menu has, you know, so many props to play and so many different things. I mean, get on there and and, and find a way to make a play on on the series. I think Tampa game one is probably good and series is probably good. Excellent. So plenty of good stuff if you're looking to bet the Stanley Cup playoffs over at DraftKings. Before we go, Frankie, I know that uh, you have your eye on the college football slate again the best bets in the Vegas Whispers will be available exclusively to SI Fantasy Pro members. But uh, anything you can share with our listeners on the podcast today, any particular early leans heading into Saturday? Yeah, if we look at the one game that on the card that actually uh, features two top-ranked teams, we have number 17 Miami playing, uh, going into Louisville to play on number 18, the Cardinals. And I'll be honest, the early uh, sharp money is backing Louisville, uh, laying two and a half. So it looks like there's a short number right now, guys. So if you can, get down on that number before it moves to the prime number of a full three points at home. Uh, Louisville appears to be the side. There's two other plays that we've uh, already given to SI Pro members for on the college slate. Those games already appear to be on the move. So make sure you want to sign up and get behind that paywall because these picks have been absolutely on fire as we go forward because 
dating back to last season, guys, the uh, Vegas Whispers overall football plays NFL and NCAA is actually on a 24 and 8 ATS spread Ooh. run which is a 75% win clip. So you're going to want to get behind there. There's also, like you mentioned earlier, Ben, there's several NFL games uh, that are also behind that paywall up coming for Sunday after nailing last night where the whole world was on the under and the Vegas Sharps came in on that adjusted lowered number of 43 and a half, and it was an easy win cashing in the third quarter. That was a lot of fun watching that overhit very early on. <laughs> and let's not forget, too, with the free article, the SI gambling team's best bets went 10-3-0 uh, against the spread last week. So we're hoping to be able to do the same. So you can start off there. And then if you're looking for a little bit more action, a little bit more movement uh, and plays, you can become an SI Fantasy Pro member. Dave, you're the best, man. This is so much fun to catch up with you. Before we let you go... Where can our audience find you? Where can they hear you to get more stories? Uh, and where can they also check you out on social media? Well, thanks, Ben. Um, my uh, social media Twitter handle is at SportsBKConsig, which is short for the Sportsbook Consigliere, which is just a nickname that stuck. And I've been using that since. I do a podcast every week. Uh, with some other odds makers in town, Allen Berg and uh, Matoy Pearson and myself. It's called GT's Cash Considerations. It's available anywhere you find podcasts, as well as we do a YouTube video now, which would make like explosions like Frankie talking about the Jets outstanding. You know, so we, we, we talk about the, the games, the lines, very similar to what you guys do. We're not giving out 75% winners, though. I know that. So, so that is no joke. And I can personally attest to, I got a lot of the same information of, you know, this this UFC stuff that you got going on, the golf stuff, it's real. Like, and again, a guy like me, I've seen it and talked to a lot of people and know a lot. And you know a lot of BS when you see it. And you know a lot of truth when you see it. You get a lot of truth when you when you get into the whispers and, and a lot of that stuff. So um, that's it. I, I write columns on story times, you know, from the books on, on the Twitter feed as well. So we're just trying to grow that. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here with you guys. Hopefully it won't be the last time, but it was a hell of a first time. Thanks, Dave, Ben. Dave, you're welcome anytime. That's Dave Sheravan. Again, you follow him on the tweet machine at Sportsbook Consigliere. And, of course, Frankie is on Twitter at Frankie underscore fantasy. If you want to follow me, I don't have the winners that these guys do, but you can follow me at Benny Heist. There's some snarky stuff along the way I think that all of you will enjoy. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the SI Fantasy Podcast or the SI Gambling Podcast. Both of them are presented by DraftKings. We'll be back again on Monday. The fantasy exec, Corey Parson, will be back in the hosting spot. Until then, he's Frankie, he's Dave, I'm Ben. We're out. <laughs>